Let us pray. Abba Father, we thank you this morning. We bring all praise to you and we adore your name. Thank you, Heavenly Father, because of your faithfulness. Father, thank you because we do not live by the rising and setting of the sun, but we live in the reality of your glory. Thank you for being our glory. Thank you for being our shield. Thank you for being our protection. Thank you for being our protector. Thank you for being our provider. We give you all the praise and we give you all the glory this morning. Father, our heart says thank you in the name of Jesus. This morning, Father, we come before you and we lay everything before you. Lord, our waking up, our sleeping, our going to work, our doing everything that we do, our everyday living life. Lord, we submit it to you this morning as a living sacrifice. And Daddy, we pray and ask that you walk in them and through them to bring us to the fullness of all that you have done and also to show forth yourself through our lives. Lord, that the words that shall proceed forth from our mouth to those around us shall be seasoned with grace. It shall be words that will bless them, not the ones that will curse them. It will be words that will put hope in their heart and remove every fear. In the midst of confusion, our words will bring clarity and direction in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you this morning. Whatever we need, we'll receive and we acknowledge. And thank you, Father. We acknowledge every good thing that is in us because of Christ. We thank you, precious Lord. We give you all the praise and we give you all the glory. And this morning, we take authority over every idea, every knowledge, every wisdom, every understanding that tries to confront or withstand against your word. We take them captive and make them obedience to the word of Christ. We bless you, Father, because in you, there is no impossibility. We give you all the praise and all the glory. And everyone who prayed with me this morning, say a loud amen and amen and amen. Good morning to you this morning, my beloved family in Christ. Of course, you know what the subject matter has been, manifestation of the sons of God. And this has been going on since february beloved please remember we don't have a curriculum to finish we have a life to live and jesus says the words i speak to you they are spirit and they are life and when his word is spoken it has the same effect the word of god is supposed to do something in our lives and like i say in the church all the time you don't know any word of God until it produces what it's supposed to do. Otherwise, it becomes something you know in your head. The word is life. It's supposed to make things happen in us, through us, and around us. Praise God. This morning is Saturday. So, I'm going to do a recap of most of the things that we have said in this series. Like a one-page summary of the things that has been said it's important that we know that when the holy spirit comes things that looks mysterious are understood don't forget jesus says that when he comes he will guide us into all truth today if we align and yield ourselves to the holy spirit Things are no longer mysterious. We can understand the workings of God, the workings of the Spirit, because God does not want to remain a mystery to us. And for this purpose, he came down 
in the person of Jesus Christ as an example son to show us, number one, how to relate with him and to decode all mysteries. As if that was not enough, Jesus looked at his disciples and he says, I have many things to say to you, but right now you are not going to be able to understand them. But don't worry, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Today, if our hearts are aligned with the Holy Ghost, then we no longer dwell in mysteries, but we come to the place of clarity. So let me just do what I will call this morning a one-page summary of all the things that we've been saying in this series. Now pay attention, please. Number one, today we fall short in this earth, in this world, because of our inability to see the resources in the realm of the spirit. We backbite, we jealous, we fight one another, we cheat, we struggle, we suffer because of our inability to see the resources, the abundance of resources in the realm of the spirit. Don't forget, beloved, anytime we fall short, it's not because the hand of God is short, it's because, don't forget what our opening scripture says, the mind that is centered on the natural realm will lead to death. But the mind controlled, don't forget, the mind controlled by the Holy Spirit will find life and peace. Don't forget that peace is shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken. That peace is wholeness. That peace is completeness. So any place we are missing, any place we are broken is in our ability to understand or to see or to access the resources in the realm of the spirit. Now watch this, in the realm of the Holy Ghost, that means in the realm of God, don't forget there is no death there is no sickness, there is no lack, there is no sin, there is no darkness. And let me just tell you, beloved, I know, I know some of you may not believe it, but I'm convinced more than ever that death can be overcome. I am convinced more than ever that sickness can be totally overcome. The more I see what is in the realm of the spirit, the more I can tell you this. Praise God. Now watch this. There is nothing that we lack in the realm of the spirit. But don't forget, if my mind is controlled by the world, if my mind is set on the natural things, then I fall short according to the limitations of the natural realm. But if my mind is focused on the realm of the spirit, that means my mind is controlled by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says I will find life and peace. Now watch this very carefully. For this reason, the miracles of Jesus were designed to show us these possibilities. The miracles of Jesus were designed to show us the possibilities in the realm of the spirit or what the gospel called the kingdom realm. If you remember when he multiplied the bread, the Bible says he looked up to heaven. He looked up into the realm of the spirit. Now when he raised Lazarus from the dead, he did the same thing. So Jesus was doing those things to show you a night today the connection between the realm of the spirit and the realm of the material. Watch this. He used the same source of the spirit to turn a physical water 
to a physical wine. These materials were not spiritual materials. They were natural materials. But when he superimposed the power of the spirit upon water, the water turned to wine. Again, he multiplied the physical bread. These were material bread that people ate. The bread was not in the realm of the spirit. But don't forget, when the person of the spirit was applied on the physical bread, it multiplied. Don't forget, he also raised the dead. When people came to the end of limitations, when they had had expired according to the law of nature. Watch this. By the law of nature, there's no way you can transport water into wine. In fact, the wine that Jesus produced was the best. It's like one of the best fermented wine. And you know the way the best wine comes is to allow them to ferment over the years. The older the wine, the longer the years, the better the wine. So in that miracle, Jesus did not only compress material things, he also compressed time. If you remember, the chairman of the occasion drank and said, well, this is the best wine. So in superimposing the spiritual upon the natural, what was humanly impossible became possible. Praise God. And also, Jesus also demonstrated this when he raised the dead. When men expired according to the laws of nature, he brought life from the realm of the spirit to superimpose upon them. And that which was dead came back to life again. Praise God. Jesus demonstrated this when he told Peter to go to the Mount of Fish to bring that physical money. Don't forget, Jesus really didn't have to do that. He could have gotten money from their reserve. He could have asked any of the sponsors for money. No, but he wanted to show Peter that when there is lack on this realm, in the realm of the spirit, there is no lack. Praise God. Now, beloved, can it make more sense to you why we are encouraged to look away from the natural into the realm of the spirit? That sickness is only available, only oppressed in the realm of the physical, in the realm of the natural. That in the realm of the spirit, there is no sickness. There's only healing and health. Praise God. Amen and amen. So now, how is this supposed to work? Please pay close attention. How is this supposed to work for you and I today? Our physical bodies are here present in this realm. Please understand. Our physical bodies are here present in this realm to make contact or to relate with the physical world. Our physical bodies are here to relate and to make contact with the physical world. But watch this. But the eyes of our mind is the doorway to the realm of the spiritual. Please let me repeat one more time. The eyes of our mind is the doorway to the realm of the spiritual. That's why the Bible says the mind that is controlled by the Holy Spirit. That's why the Bible said Romans chapter 12 verse 2, allow God to transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. The other translation simply said by the transformation of your mind, that your mind will lift up from the rules, from the limitations, from the philosophies, from the ideas of men 
over to begin to look into the realm of the spirit. So the eyes of our mind is the doorway to the realm of the spiritual. So watch this. So my body is here walking around every day, but my mind has his base of oppression in the realm of the spirit. That means in the realm of the Holy Ghost. Friend, remember that where the mind goes, the man follows. Again, where the mind goes, the man follows. So even though my physical body is here, but for you and I, our mind is supposed to set its base of oppression in the realm of the spirit. That means we have physical eyes to make contact with the world, but our spiritual eyes, the eyes of our mind is centered on the Holy Ghost, is centered in the realm of God where we are seated, is centered in the heavenly places where we are seated above principalities and powers. So in other words, the more my mind operates from this realm, don't forget where the mind goes, the man follows. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. Don't forget, beloved, the more my mind operates from this spiritual realm, then my confession starts to change, to match what is in the realm of the spirit. I was explaining to a family last week. I said, I don't teach people to make confessions because I can tell you to confess that you are rich and you confess for 10, 20 years and you are still poor. You know why? You are only repeating what I have told you to repeat. No, my goal, my purpose, my work is to show you so that your eyes can see. When you see it yourself, then it becomes your confession. In fact, I don't have to convince you that it works because in your own spirit, you can see that it's a reality. And that which you see is what you begin to confess, is what you begin to state, is how you begin to talk to yourself. When you see yourself differently, according to the dictates of the spirit, then you can speak to your body differently. You can speak to your finances differently. You can speak to your work differently. You can speak to your family differently. You start to sound a little different, which is not the way the world sounds. Watch this. You know that you are flowing according to the word when everything you say is the same thing that the word says. That's a simple test. If everything you say, everything you think, everything you imagine falls in line with exactly what the word says, you, then you know you are far away from walking in the spirit. When we see in the spirit, then the words of our mouth starts to change as we speak for those things it becomes our reality. Let me repeat, the more my mind, your mind oppressed in the realm of the spirit, the more my confession changes to match what my eyes have seen in the spirit. It might sound controversial. For example, like I just mentioned to you now, that I know I'm convinced beyond every reasonable doubt that death can be overcome. You see, that kind of understanding does not come from the world, but it comes from the the depth of the spirit. Now, the more my mind walks there, the more my mouth matches it, the more the spiritual becomes my physical reality. Praise God. Let
Let me just show you this in the scripture as I begin to round off this morning. Watch this. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 12 to 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 12 to 13 says this. For we did not receive the spirit of the word system, but the spirit of God. Watch that. Watch this carefully. So you and I have the spirit of God. For what purpose? It says, so that we may come to understand and experience all that grace has lavished upon us. So first, the only way you and I can understand, first of all, understanding, watch this, understanding brings experience. But the only way you and I can understand what grace has made available is through the eyes of the Spirit. Is that what I've been saying this morning? Yes. By the eyes of the Spirit, it is only available in the Spirit. And when the eyes of my mind starts to make contact with that, it becomes a reality. Praise God. Now watch this. Verse number 13 says, and we articulate these spiritual realities, watch this, with the words imparted to us by the Spirit and not with the words taught by human wisdom. Is that what I said this morning? Yes. First of all, once the eyes of my heart, the eyes of my mind starts to see what is in the realm of the spirit, then the words of my mouth starts to change. Beloved, let me say that one more time and this should be a test for everybody. If the way you think about your life, if the way you think about money, if the way you think about health, if the way you think about relationship, if the way you think about school, all these things, if the way you think about them falls in line with exactly the general opinion of human beings, then you know you have a work to do. Because what is in your mind is not different from what is in the mind of the world. And don't forget, even though we may go to church, even though we may pray, even though we may fast, but if we think like the world, we will speak like the world, and we will do like the world, and we will get the result of the word. But watch this. But when the eyes of my mind is shifted and controlled by the spirit, then we can see the spiritual realities. We can understand what has been made available for us. And then the words of my mouth starts to change. And that's what the Bible is saying here. It says, and we articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the Spirit and not with the words taught by human wisdom. Watch what it says. We join together Spirit-revealed truths with Spirit-revealed words. Of course, I'm reading the TPT. We join together Spirit-revealed truth with Spirit-revealed words. Amen and amen. Beloved, what I try to do this morning is a one-page summary of everything that we've taught in this series so far. Don't forget, as a reminder, you and I fall short today because of our inability to look in the realm of the Spirit. We have been so much conditioned by politics, by the economy, by the things that we see with our physical eyes, the things that we feel in our body, that we think just the way the world thinks. 
And of course, you know, if we think like them, we will do like them. And the scripture says that the mind that is controlled by these natural forces leads to death. But the one that is controlled by the spirit leads to life and peace. And I mentioned this morning that the eyes of my mind, the eyes of your mind is the window to the realm of the spirit. That where there are limitations on this natural environment, there are no limitations in the realm of the spirit. Because in that realm, there is no death, there is no sickness, there is no lack. And beloved, remember, in that realm, there is no sin. We only have righteousness. In that realm, we are pure, we are holy, we are sanctified, we are righteous, we are blessed. Beloved, these are the realities in the realm of the spirit. And I pray, may you, may the eyes of your mind begin to see in the name of Jesus. And once you begin to see those things, then the words of your mouth concerning yourself, concerning your situation, concerning your body, concerning your home, concerning your business, concerning your future, concerning your destiny. Everything begins to change, to align with the words of the Spirit. And beloved, when we get to that place, nothing in heaven and earth can stop the manifestation. Praise God. Amen and amen. Let me remind you this morning, just to confirm what I've told you, that if you look at the miracles of Jesus, that's what he was trying to show us, that when there is death here, life is available in the realm of the spirit that when wine runs out that wine indicates joy that wine indicates joy when there is no joy on earth supernaturally joy can be made available praise god and let me just throw this in for you this morning don't forget the first miracle of Moses, the first miracle of the law was to turn water into blood, which resulted to death. Don't forget the law always kills. But the first miracle of Jesus, the first miracle of grace was to turn water into wine that brought joy. Praise God. Amen and amen. Beloved, don't forget, wherever you and I face limitations, there are no limits in the realm of the spirit. So therefore, what do you do? Watch this. The words that you receive every morning are designed to help your eyes look away from the world, look away from religion, and begin to look in the realm of the spirit. It's opening the door of your mind to begin to see to the realm of the spirit. That's why I encourage you to listen over and over and let something begin to shift within you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. I feel like going on and on, but today I will stop here and come back to you again tomorrow. Please be expectant. Pray concerning the message tomorrow and by the grace of God, you will receive it later in the afternoon since tomorrow is service. Please go ahead and enjoy this grace that we have and decide to begin, have a desire to begin to look into the realm of the spirit. Praise God. Don't forget, beloved, this morning you have been served. Shalom.